This week's episode is sponsored by Current Jerker Designs. When you're a promoter of any kind, one main obstacle you face is, how do I get more attention for my business? With Current Jerker Designs, you get over 10 years of experience with their creative marketing services. Reach out to Derek Sharp at currentjerkerdesigns.com. Again, that's currentjerkerdesigns.com, or you can email Derek directly to Derek at currentjerkerdesigns.com. All right, welcome to Two Heels in a Face. Uh, it's a solo pod, but not a solo. We got we got a guest, a special guest, a longtime friend, and someone that you know has always been there throughout all my mask purchases at AAW. <laughs> you know, if the luchador is getting away, he makes up, make sure to pull them back and uh, negotiate a deal. Trent, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for my my seventy second appearance on the show. It's very nice <laughs> to be back. Uh, you know, my favorite one is the Laparca one. Oh, the Laparca, yeah. It was such a back alley looking deal because, like, <laughs> I told I remember you told me you wanted the mask. I went and got him, and then he uh, he kind of came out by like the corner of the curtain. It was yeah. dark at the corner of the curtain, and then you guys are talking in Spanish, and you're like negotiating a deal, and he's just hustling a prize, and you're going back and forth. But it was like you guys were off to a little corner, and the, the, the it was super dark in the room. It was just like I was watching cash and like, hand, hand. Bro, it was and- yeah, it's <laughs> cash and hand. You were just like handing him cash. He's like, all right, all right. You know, just like sneaking this back. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> it was awesome. You have that one hanging? Is that the one right above your? Uh, left no, shoulder? so the, the yeah, that one that you see is. Um, La Parca, but that's the La Parca that took over La Parca when he came to WCW. The LA, uh, so that was LA so, Park so, then. Yeah, so the original is LA Park, which is the one that uh, was at the um, at AAW. Mm-hmm. This one is the one that took his place in Mexico. Got um, and he's the one who passed away. And right? he's this the one, one that passed away. Yeah. Okay. So the original is still alive, but he's, he's yeah. the one, and he's the one you got the mask around. And now yeah. he has the, the the legacy. Like he has his two kids with him. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's, cool, man. Yeah, he's pulling them all over the place. Uh not entirely sure if they're uh like really like he's just kind of they're just kind of like getting I guess their feet wet, you know, under mm-hmm. under him, but because he like overshadows them, I think. Still. Um, it's mean, such an iconic character, man, you know? Like he's I mean, honestly, it's like one of the most most remembered luchadors of like the the that that modern that or that that really classic era of the, the attitude era. Right, right, right. I hate calling it the attitude era. Can I? Can I say? You know, can I tell you oh, why? Okay, because okay, yeah, please tell me. It's the first time I hear this. I tell you why because because attitude was just WWE's little thing. Like that was their uh-huh. branding. Mm-hmm. But you know, but WCW was the one who was owning that whole era. Like they eighty three weeks right of like them being on top, and they're the ones who kind of ushered it in. Was them? Well, and that, that's like, the WWE's thing, right? Like they right. they re- they brand. But WWE thing, is, just kind of yeah. That's the genius of WWE. They branded it. They call it Attitude Era, and everybody associates it with them now. That's it. You know, it just mm-hmm. became their thing. But I'm like, technically, it was WCW's thing, but they never just came up with a name of it. I just call it the late '90s. <laughs> I love the late '90s because to me, personally, 1997 is like the best year in wrestling for me and his for my. My adult, like adult ish, I was a teenager, but obviously, for like me not being a little kid, but like old enough to understand more of it. Mm-hmm. 97 in personal life, as long as as well as wrestling, was like my favorite year ever. Um, but just it felt so right. Everything ECW was on fire, WCW, WWE. I mean, everything was just amazing. It was the best time to be a fan. 
And that's the year the great Danny Daniels debuted in uh ECW? In, in no in in wrestling. <laughs> it's when oh, he started wrestling. training okay. it was 1997 with Al Snow. He was trained by Al Snow. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. Fun facts. The more you yes. know. <laughs> so the rainbow comes over with the start the shooting star, the more you know. But yeah, man, I mean, um, AAW, it's uh, I mean, we were just obviously talking a little bit before we hit the record button. Yeah, but you know, it's it's the promotion that reeled me in into the indies. I've always said that. And you know, we've last time we spoke, we talked about the new crop of talent that's that's coming in. Um, yeah, there's a lot of new faces. Um and some new consistent faces, right? For me, so there's there's people that I've like, okay, they're somewhat new, but I've seen them enough on posters yep. that that I'm like, okay, I recognize them. I know they're 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 here. They're they're part of the roster. Um, what's uh you know now COVID you know restrictions are are being lifted, like how how has all that played out in the you know last couple of months for for AAW? You know what? It, it, I'm obviously it was hard, right? We had yeah. we almost were like starting over, but at the same time fighting against everybody else who's starting over, but not even at full capacity. It wasn't like you got to start. Actually, it wasn't like you got to unpause from March of 2020. We had to literally start over about the same time everybody else is trying to do something. And then at the same time, people are still hesitant around that time. Nobody mm-hmm. was really sure if they still wanted to come to shows. and It was a weird time, man. But it forced us to not only look at other talent, but also be creative. How do you be different? How do you do something where people, you can rehook people? Um, obviously, certain talent not being there. People, a lot of people got signed, you know, during that time. We, that we, we lost a lot of people. Thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was tough, man. We lost a lot of people, but it forced us to say, okay, we got to tap new talent. We got to create new stars. And this it's a, it was almost a good time to do it because it's like a low period. And, and so, for lack of a better term, people aren't really expecting much of you during this time. You know, they're not expecting you to have some of the maybe the bigger names that you normally would have. So they're like, OK, cool. I don't have, I might not have the bigger names, but I'm putting on shows and people are like, cool, they're doing shows. Let's see who they are going with. And mm-hmm. it, we ta- we started tapping some new areas, man, some new talent, developing them. It was fun. It was fun. To ch- it was a challenge. And I mean, and out of all of this, like the culmination, at least for us, especially, you know, Charlie and I here at Two Heels in a Face, was the crowning of your champion. Right. All that um, yeah. happening throughout the tournament, um, you know, and shout out to Charlie because somehow he always predicts who the fucking winner is going to be. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's like, you know giving him some hints from from the inside but every year he gets it right i don't know man it's not me it's definitely not me giving him the hints i can tell you that for sure but yeah uh you know fitch it you know being the champ you know get, well getting the title shot and then becoming the champ and it just felt so good just for 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 the fans that have been watching you know for a long time they've been following the, the you know the the progression of, of his character his evolution mm-hmm. uh you know teaming with with davy and 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 now splitting in a way that didn't really give us any indication that they were, you know, in disagreement, but we still always kind of look for that um, because they were the besties and they, you know, never really saw eye to eye, but they were a heck of a tag team and that was so fun. Right. Um, right. So, I mean, I I think you guys were able to find kind of like a way to, to weave us, you know, older fans through and and take us through this, you know, pandemic era and, and into now, you know, 
what's going to be the quote unquote new normal. Yeah. Um, and then, things, you know, yeah, bringing in normal. new people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things seem kind of normal. But yeah. By bringing in new people, that's a big thing, man. To, to me, it's, it's twofold though, because you bring in a lot of new people, people don't know them and then they're not really your draw. You know, the people exactly. aren't like, mm-hmm. I don't know these guys. I'm like, there used to be a time where people just wanted to go see the show and discover that. But now it's like, there's so much competition. There's so many people, so many companies you're up against locally within a 20 mile radius that you mm-hmm. if you're like, you know, I, I had these new people who are going to be stars and I'm developing them now, but across town, people are bringing in TV guys and it's like, well, you know, people are money's limited now. You know, it's, there's inflation going on. People are like, well, if I'm going to spend the money, I'm going to go, maybe go do that. So you have to find ways to really reel them in. So you have to quickly get these people ramped up. You have to make them something attractive. You have to find ways, promos, storylines, you know, have your champion be something, somebody engaging that can walk people, talk people in the door, have guests come in. So like we had Ron Simmons, you know, mm-hmm. that was a big, it's a hook. It's like, cool. Ron, people come to see Ron Simmons and then, yeah, you'll stay for Ren Jones and Russ Jones and Christy Janes. And they say, Oh, who are these guys now? You know? So that's how you do it. It's part of the game, man. And, it's and I think the, the, the challenging thing for, for a promotion uh, for an indie promotion is that you don't have that, you know, weekly television or, you know, it's a, for the most part, it's a monthly event. Um, and, and how do you kind of, how do you introduce that character with, with just one match? Right. Like right, right. one of the things that, you know, I I've always told you, like you guys are always pump, pumping out content on the YouTube channel. So always man, always that, that place. helps kind of carry certain storylines and remind us like, Oh, you know, she said this and this happened. So now she's issuing the challenge and now we know what's going to happen next month or that's what we're looking forward to and things like that. For us, you know, storylines and promos have always since day one prior to me, AAW has always been about that. It's something Danny believed in strongly. It's something Danny grew up on uh, that Mike believed in strongly developing people through their words. It's not just matches, you know, to me. Everybody's doing matches, you know, and a lot of mm-hmm. days now, nowadays, you know, a lot of people are doing a very similar type matches. You know, there's, it's a very hard to be different because there's only so many ways you can go with a match, but the character and what they say and talking you, the whole talk you into the building, that's the hook. And to me, putting the time into that is so important. It's so forgotten. And it's something I feel a lot of promotions, um, I don't want to say don't think about, but it's their, their whole thing is, you know, they, they're more match based. For us, it's it's character. And while maybe at times it takes longer to get over the hump on that because you're trying to sell somebody's personality instead of the, the ooh-ah in the ring, mm-hmm. the, to me, the long-term benefit is the character because then there's the investment. You know, Then there's like people emotionally connect to these people. And that's, that's the hook. That's the true hook because I think back to certain people when they left AAW, you know, like when bigger stars left. I mean, I, you, I mean, when Champa left, right? Mm-hmm. People were crying, and there was people lit, legit crying in the ring. I mean, in the in the room with Berwin, right? Because it was an emotional connection. We built him so so much to everybody that they were like, "Damn!" It wasn't just Tommaso Champa the wrestler; it was Tommaso Champa the guy that people got to know and everything. Man, when Mance lost the title to Fred. I yeah. shit you not. There were th- I I saw three people tearing up at ringside, and I remember him and and man's going on going. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just hitting it, fist bumping mm-hmm. people, and I'm like, because man, how many promos do we do with Mance? I must have produced Mance personally 25 times, you know. Uh-huh. But it's like, 
you emotionally connected to that guy. I, bro, you, I, it was so much so that I even took a picture with Mans backstage. I'm like, I have to take a picture and document this run from my own life because I was so into what we did together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's something like that we're so focused on is like, man, we want the fans to just be a part of these people to feel like these are our guys. And that's why we have a unique roster. We have different people like, you know, Russ Jones is something is like this new thing for us. And it's like, Russ is awesome. He's, he's like this monster that people are like, damn man, where the fuck did this guy come from? You know, like, but, but I, but that's why I'm you like, have, you have, he has, he has a manager, right? Chuck smooth. Yeah. Chuck mm-hmm. smooth was an old manager from back in the early 2000s. You know, Chuck E smooth. He used to be, uh, he wrestled oh, he, too. He dropped the E. Yeah, he dropped the E. <laughs> Got the E out. But Chuck Chuck Smooth, man, was back in the day. If people watched IWA Mid-South and some Midwest Indies, Chuck was all over those. Uh, he got out for a long time, and now he's back. So, you know, we have some legacy knowledge. Those old, early 2000s indie guys who were doing a lot of that stuff. So he's been around for a while. So it's nice to bring that experience to a guy like Russ Jones, you know, and say, okay, cool. Here's somebody who can help develop that character. Help get him over. Uh, same thing with Ren Jones. You know, we got Ren uh, and Christy Janes are are doing this their thing their thing together right now. You know, just some, to develop each other. You know, help each other build while we help build them. Ace Perry with Hammerstone. Mm-hmm. We got a guy like Hammerstone who's killing it elsewhere. You know, but it's like cool. Ace Perry. You know, he's a guy who never broke out of the, the Midwest. So now let's where he's he's on a promo every show, every single show. Ace Perry is on a promo. You know, and I'm like cool. Let's get people to know who Ace Perry is. You know, he's a tag. And, and I think, you know, that's that's a, a great thing for for the talent itself. Right. Like yeah. then they start they're, they're 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 getting better at their craft. They're understanding who they are. And and then they know how to get that reaction from the crowd and make that connection. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's what it is, man. It It's like it, to me. When you give people that chance, like an ace player, for example, like, hey, you're going to do a promo. I'm going to put I'm going to feature you out. There's a confidence that builds within them. And that confidence starts going out to the ring, into the on, on the on the stage. That confidence goes towards the people in the in the audience. They're like, "Man, this guy has something." And then they connect. Mm-hmm. Then they start liking it, and they admire him, and they connect to him. And more and more and more, he com- becomes their guy. Look at, you know, it, it happens all the time. It's classic. Like Paco, for example, who you guys love, he never really did promos much, but but he did right. all he did all of it in the ring. The emotional connection to Paco. He's our guy. He's our loser. He's our he's <laughs> yeah. our he's our underdog, you know. But he they just become your guy. But it took a while. Paco wasn't overnight. Now it took several yeah. shows to p- let people connect over to him. And uh it just it's time, it's investment. If you're willing to invest and the talent is willing to invest in you, it's something that we truly pride ourselves on. And uh and I'm I'm proud of it. To me, that's my my biggest achievement is is being a part of the, the growth of some of these characters. Yeah, and, and and it shows. I mean, and, and again, like for me, like just you know, seeing the the progression over years, and, and you know, obviously, you know, some of these guys go to um, other promotions and you know get on TV and such, and 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 that's great. But it's like, all right, now who's our guy? Like looking back, you know, you look back at the roster, it's like, okay, Champa's gone. You know, yeah. who who's the guy? Well, Sammy, Sammy Callahan was already on fire at that point, so it was yeah. easy to to you know watch his storyline i think it was after that was with pentagon maybe or after yeah. that uh after after, after Ch- well i'm trying to think it was 
Shit, man. I mean, I don't know if so it was before or after. Yeah, like I mean, but regardless, like yeah, Sammy yeah. during that era was was the unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was just having this conversation the other day about how Sammy to me is so. It's been here in a while because ever since he went to Impact, he's been so busy. But, um, like how unstoppable was he at the time? You know, like mm-hmm. Sammy was like on a tear. I mean, he he identified so much with the product. We got him to a point where he was so a part of the product, and that's how I felt. Mance was now we got mm-hmm. Fred. You know, a guy like Fred. Yeah, you know, only thankfully locally he's our guy. He's like he's not working anywhere else in the Chicago. He's our guy. He's identifies our product, and like he became identifiable with AAW. Uh, and he's he's this amazing talent, man. Like, and most so of the unique. promos that I've seen from him are coming from AAW, bro. He's because we were like, we came up with something. We're like, we he never talked, Fred <laughs> right. never did any talking, you know. He was like, he when I first produced him, he was like, yeah, I never do interviews, and I'm like, why not? He's fucking great, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you know. But nobody tapped him, you know, nobody mm-hmm. really thought they're like, well, you're a wrestling machine, just go in there and wrestle, but. These guys have things to say, man. They, they, you have to try. I mean, not everybody's good. I've had some duds, right? You know, I've had some real duds that I'm like, damn, yeah, I can eat. But, but I think the importance guy. here is, is you know, giving them a shot of a 30 second. You know, you, you guys are doing the reactions. I want to put that over because I thought, like, I yeah. just like I started watching one and then after another and another and another and like I find myself like you know ten reactions in. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, like that's it goes by super quick, and it's you know, to me, it's like it's great content because it also. So, if I didn't watch the match between, um, I think it was a the women's number one contendership match, mm-hmm. um, Christy says, you know, something about uh, about the match, and then I'm like, oh, so that that could lead into something with Sky Blue, and sure enough, I see the poster, right? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. now they're going against each other, so it's, it's what it is, man. I uh. So my new our new series is reaction and um it's something i started doing a while ago and i started realizing we need to put it out on a broader scale just for twitter for a while but i it's something that helps me see who it's a good test right it's a good test it's a good way to see okay who can do on on spur of the moment promos who is Mm -hmm. the most fired up coming out who has something to say who maybe is not a good promo who's a great promo who needs maybe a more formal promo like some guys they're great if you lead them. Some guys are great if they have a Kevin with them as a host, you know, as like mm-hmm. a mean gene. Uh, some people are great just doing their own thing. They have their own direction. It's a great way for me to learn everybody's character and, and learn about who they are. Because then I sit down with the other producers and we decide, okay, who's going to produce who? Who has the strengths? Like, because you then you realize, mm-hmm. okay. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Ace Austin. Mm-hmm. I work amazingly with Ace. Like me and Ace have a great chemistry where I just know how to tap into his style. And he know, and for some reason, the promos he gives me are just his best work. When he does the formal ones and with the host and the backdrop, it's not it's not as much Ace Austin. It's more derived, right? Mm-hmm. So we decided, okay, cool. Ace should do more reaction style. That's that's what fits him. Trent will handle him because Trent knows how to work with Ace. Um, but Take something like uh, Fitchett. Fitchett, so Fitchett does great with the host. He does great on a formal because he's got a more stoic style. He's more intense. He likes to be, um, he likes to play off of like the moment right there. But for you know, but he you know for then so he does perfect there. So we say okay, cool. Then Keith and Mike can do Fitchett because they they understand the character more, what he's going for. They can lead the story of that. Yeah, p- pairing up the styles, right? Of yeah, like, yeah, not just you know. 
the character, but also his his working style on the mic, you know, could be could be different and pairs up with different uh, producers. And I think that that's one of the things that you benefit from that, that you guys yeah. are able to to kind of, you know, play around with that and, and have different producers for different styles and are able to understand each other and, you know, produce the content. Ultimately, at the end, it's like content's king. And as you guys Absolutely. are, you know, creating all that um, post or pre show, um, it all feeds into into the fan base that you know want to stay connected with the product dude absolutely and to me it's also a goal of ours is to show the fan base i mean the talent base out there this is what aaw does when you Mm -hmm. come to work here it's a full scale package you know we don't we're not just saying here's a match it's you versus you and then get your pay and get out you know, you come here, it's it's long. We, we try to go for long term. You know, we tr- we want to develop you as a character. We want to we care. We truly care. Like, I, I can't even I can't even explain how much like when I see the talent leave the ring and they come to the back and how Danny will pull them aside and give them tips and give them feedback on a match. It's out of this amazing care because he was there, right? He did it. He's he was mm-hmm. on the roads for years and ECW and everything. So like he's been promoting for almost 20 years. When he pulls somebody aside and says, look, when you get in there and do this and hit them like this and try to hit you and work the crowd. I mean, it's like you're getting coaching. You're getting coached from a, from a 25-year veteran. You're getting producing coaching. You're getting character development. Like, AEW is a full package. It's it's not just a match and here you go. And, and it's not to dog anybody else. It's more like this is what our goal is, is to just when you come to this company, we're giving you a full stage. And I like to think about that, like how – Whatever people's views in WWE are or not, it's more so how they've always done that. They, their their style is always to you, they develop the the complete package of a wrestler. Talk right, I, I guess you want to find you want to find you know commitment on both ends, right? For for it to to be worth you know worth a relationship, right? Because you want you want the promoter promotion to be committed to you and and know that you're going to have work. Mm-hmm. So then the promotion is putting stuff behind you, so you can also grow and, and and become you know explore your talent and, and and grow as a character so you know it goes both ways uh i think ultimately like it's it's really important because there's other promotions like you said like that they focus on you know bringing in random talents or yeah. just putting matches together which is is fine like we always say wrestling's a buffet there's there's something there for you know for everyone that you know for for them to enjoy wrestling different ways yeah but I think you know AEW understanding this and kind of taking this into um, into their plan and, and how you guys worked for years is is you know trying to get some talent that's going to stick with you the long run because it's going to pay off. That's the goal, man. I, I I'm it makes me so proud when I see somebody who goes to TV and I'm like, man, I produced their first promo. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's kind of cool when you're like you see the and then they they help you like man it, even. It's a cold business, right? People are, it's, you know, they move on. They don't really remember you sometimes, whatever. But, like, man, certain people will just reach out. Like, Karam. You know, I get a message from Karam, mm-hmm. and he'll just, like, thank me in, like, 3 in the morning sometimes. Like, man, I was looking at my old stuff, and I just want to thank you for all you do for, for us. You know, you guys really, you care so much about us. This is, that's, this is our home. You, you've done so much for me as a care, as a wrestler. And I'm like, you don't have to say that, but it means it's a lot. It means a lot because I know he's going to be a big star. You know, I already know he's getting looked at everywhere. He's going to be a big star. And he's, and the fact that he has the consciousness to, to appreciate that 
and other people yeah. do too, you know, and, and I, that's awesome. That, and that's what we strive for. It's like, we're not just here to book you and pay you and get out. We are here to, you want to be, want to be part of the family, the AAW family. This is, we want to bring you in. We want to make you as part of our, our canon. You know, this is like something we take a lot of pride in is our material, our history, our, um, our shows, our production. It's, it's something I, the whole team truly is like very focused on, emphasizing to the fans and to the wrestlers all right trent so let's shift gears a little bit and let's get you know caught up like we talked about a few champions can we go through you know your your champions and just like a little bit about you know your i guess i'll, I'll ask you some memorable matches yeah, that yeah, have happened sure. over the last months i mean uh, i guess pre or post win the city classic so that can lead us into the upcoming show which, you know, we'll talk about a few matches epic happening on Saturday, March 19th mm-hmm. at the Logan Square Auditorium. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So champions, we got Fitchett is yep. our world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Um, our tech champs are Ace, out, Ace Perry. Ace Perry and Hammerstone. Uh, they're still the champions. Uh, we got Heritage is Ace Austin. And women's is Sky Blue. Sky Blue. just tearing it up right now yeah hey, you know perfect example sky blue somebody who we discovered in the middle of the pandemic i mean when we did uh, the, come- uh-huh. the comeback shows we found her on youtube she was wrestling in woodstock illinois you know like in a little indie and danny found her on youtube and he's like hey you want to come to our shows and she i remember i produced her, her promo she goes it's the second promo i've only <laughs> ever done in my whole life and a year later she's on tv you know what I mean? So we, I mean, we pushed her to the moon, obviously, and um, she's still part of the company. But it's just you never know who's gonna break. That's we we were forced to find people. We found her on YouTube for God's sake, you know, and invited her to the show. So it happens, man. Those things are interesting. But yeah, she's the women's champion right now too. Cool. And so let's talk about a few a few matches that that kind of yeah, you know, judge your memory a little bit and. Um, you know, just matches that kind of have stood out to you recently. Um, maybe, you know, we can also talk about, because you guys are, are, again, we're going back to YouTube again. Yes. And you guys are putting in full matches out there. A lot of full matches going on. We're, you know, we're tapping the uh, we're tapping the history, going through the old catalog and giving away some stuff for free uh, just to kind of let people know, yeah, hey, we have the on-demand and everything, but, hey, there's a couple samples you know full, uh, full matches so, so here's here's an idea and I'll, and I'll put it out there and then you decide if you want to do it or not yeah, um, yeah but you know since you're putting these full matches and again like you're tapping into the library right so these mm-hmm. are like oh i remember being at that show at least for me and i'm like oh, i remember this match like have you guys thought about doing like you know premiere style and and kind of join the like you know we're going to premiere this match on this date this hour for the fans to tune in and then you know whoever produced the match or or Ooh. you know somebody from the staff just kind of join the chat doesn't that have to be super complicated but just there'll be an extra layer to to all of us kind of re-watching that show or not that show but that match you know what how about i, I love the idea how about even for a full event because we, we do a couple of full event giveaways too on youtube mm-hmm. and uh we've given away some more recent ones but end of the week we're giving away epic 2011 which is a little older, oh, uh-huh. but but it's famous for having Billy Corrigan on the show. <laughs> it was a complete crazy show, like B- Blue World Orders on it, Shane Douglas. Like, what was the uh, main event? 
Uh, Do you remember? Oh, let me try. I was there as a fan. I literally just saw a picture of myself. We were watching it, and uh, you could see me in the crowd. Like I'm okay. Back just marking out, you know. But uh, (laughs) I'll tell you the card here. Let me tell you the card actually, because it's a very, um, very. I'm guessing this at this is at Berwyn. This is at Bourbon Street. This is the this was the debut at Bourbon Street, I believe. Yeah. Um, the main event was Sabu and Mason Beck, and then uh. That was the main event. So Sabu was in the main. Silas Young versus Stevie Richards. Michael Elgin versus Alex Shelley. Uh, mm-hmm. The Clash versus uh, Chris Hall, Lewis Linden, and Myron Fontaine. So, you know, some some early guys. Uh, Dan Lawrence versus Jesse Emerson. Zero Gravity. Irish Airborne. Eric Cannon. Jimmy Jacobs. Shane Hollister. Christian Fates is Ricky Shane Page. Yep. Uh, DJ Z's on this one. Derek Corbin. Awesome Threesome. Blue World Order. That's a whole trio. Like, everybody's on this, man. It's a crazy show. Yeah, it sounds like a blast from the past. It's crazy. Man. It's <laughs> like this one was is bananas. And then, then fucking in the middle of it, Billy Corrigan shows up. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. You know, <laughs> it, was just, it was a wild show, man. Um, it's said to be like the funny thing about the show is that some people in the company hate it, some people love it. <laughs> some people like because it was just so all over the place. But I was like, look, it's epic season. Let's just give this one away because it's so wild. Maybe for that one, I'm down. I'm down to be in the chat because I was there as a fan. And now oh, behind be the cool, scenes, yeah. there you go. Cool. That'd be cool. I love that idea. That's a great idea, actually. Well, uh, you know, hopefully we see that into fruition. But yeah, like, go be fun. You know, just, you know, as as the show's, you know, launched out there and everybody's watching it live, then it could be, you know, after uh, its first live, it can just sit there on, on your YouTube channel. But, um, Dude, you yeah. know, I mean, we, we just, have a just couple- a thought. Yeah, yeah. No, we we keep all the anything we release in full shows. We keep them up there, and um, because you know, hey, just take it. It just just share them out. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the matches. You know, we have we have eighteen years of catalog. So the idea is, you know, give away matches periodically. It's not giving away a whole of. We're not giving every show away. Obviously, we have an AW on demand and high spots. So we got to be selective. But you still want to be able to hook people in and say, hey. If you weren't aware of who we've had, because the biggest thing to me I love seeing is people see a match we put out and they're like, wait a minute, Sammy Guevara was at AAW? What, <laughs> you know, holy shit, I didn't know Brody King wrestled. People are like discovering the product because mm-hmm. of that. That is the most fun thing for me because we're like, damn, you guys really had everybody, you know? So, and we have everybody has come through the door, you know? Pretty much, yeah. Everybody, man. If you're, if you've, if you're, if Cody Rhodes himself was at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Gave you a free T-shirt. <laughs> gave me a free T-shirt. I, I help this, him sell his merch. That's right. I, I was telling the story to somebody because somebody was dogging him the other day with, to me. They're like, ah, he's a, he's a jerk. I was like, no. I'm like, you know what? He's not really because let me tell you the story. He was very nice because uh, he was he was leaving right, and, the, and yeah. people wanted to buy people his were, merch. Yeah. And then they stopped him, and he stopped to take it out of his bag. And he asked, "You were standing next to him." He asked you to, "Hey, as he pulled it out to hold it, right?" Not, and, not uh, even. It was just so organic. Like I, I, you know me, I was probably on my way to the bar. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> like I saw that happening, so I'm like, he didn't have anywhere to put his his, right, his right. bag with stuff. So I'm like, oh, here, let me help you out. And then I was before you know it, I, people are like, oh, I want a large. So then I'm looking for a large, or yeah. And then you know he sold whatever he was gonna sell, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm here. Let me buy a t-shirt. And he's like, oh, no, just keep it. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. I thought that was nice. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have you know? to do that, right? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, Cody Rhodes himself, man. <laughs> one, of the, one of the controversial you, guys. You right never now. know where he's going to show up. Yeah, you never it could know, be man. epic. 
Just saying. Be you never know, man. <laughs> you never, honestly, you never know. You never, conversations have, have been happening, but uh, actually the Young Bucks have been here. I mean, you name it, you know, they've all been yeah, through the, the doors. Bucks, mm -hmm. The one that, the, the two that always shocked me that never came through the doors, to this day, it blows my mind, was uh, Christopher Daniels. Never wrestled AAW, and he was in Chicago. Like, he was living here, basically, one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, AJ, AJ Styles, never mm. did. He was close, apparently. From what I understand, it was close to happening once. Um, something didn't work out. But uh, AJ, you know, those like the two that I'm like, damn, I'm shocked that we never pulled it off. But hey, listen, even that, man, you never know. People are taking <laughs> dates all over the place. I mean, Mickey James is showing up at the Royal Rumble with the Impact title. People are going to Impact. AEW, I mean, they're showing up everywhere, man. NWA, <laughs> Matt Cardona's, you know, I don't know what's going on in wrestling anymore right now. Who knows, Listen, man? It's it's uh, it's it's a fun time, you know. You can't predict yeah. it all. You can, and that's to me is it's fun. That keeps it fun. Um, but you definitely want to make retain your identity. That's a big thing I want to emphasize. Like, just retain your identity in it because I think it's one thing that uh, some promotions are great at is. Knowing who they are, retaining their identity, and making sure they cater to that fan base who's looking for that identity. Mm -hmm. um, and that's important. Yeah. With so, like, I mean, there's there's a lot of indie promotions out there. Yeah, you know, and 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 having your identity, having you know, you know who you are and who your Absolutely. audience is. I think that's that's also key for your for your success. A big thing people ask is like, doesn't it piss you guys off about freelance running in the same building with you guys and freelance? For a while, you it was could. just us and freelance, right? For a while, it was just yeah. the two, two, two companies. Well, we always used to say, and no question about it, we're competitors. No question. that that's. It. But if there's a respect, because if you think about it, there's two completely different identities from AEW to freelance. And I always love. I was like, you know what? Are we competing for the same dollar? Absolutely. But we're definitely not competing for similar interests in a lot of ways. We are catering to two completely different styles. And I, I felt like we we both had such unique identities in Chicago for a long time. Freelance could run on Friday. You can go to the show, have a great time. And, you know, AAW can run on Saturday. Go yeah. there, have a completely different experience. And 100%. walk away extremely happy as well. Which is happening next week, actually. Um, <laughs> um, unfortunately, the beer prices will be the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know... That to me said a lot about the city and the fans, which is I loved the fan base here because of that. Because they really, they knew they knew going in. They were they were. It's an intelligent group. They knew that hey, I'm going here for this experience. I'm gonna go get this fix, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go here for this fix. You know, and we both companies catered to it really really well. I thought we had a good mutual understanding, and even out. the feeling of the room just yeah, you know, visually, it's lit up different. You know, it's yes. it's set up in, in a way where it's just, again, like very different at the same venue. That's it, bro. That to me is, is what made it um, is is healthy competition. That's to me is healthy competition that drives you to further carve your identity out. Um, I mean, shit. I, and I think guys like Nick's got it. You know, I mean, Nick's worked for AW for a long time. You know, GPA worked. GPA. Um, was it GPA? No, not GPA. Um. God, who else? Oh my God, I'm trying to remember who else from uh, freelance. Well, I mean, you you mentioned uh, Corbin, Corbin, yeah, Corbin for the year tag team champion at AW. Mm -hmm. I mean, so like these guys definitely did. Um, 
for a long time. I mean, these guys were around. Isaiah, I'm sorry, Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah, he was at AW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there for forever, years ago, you know, a long time ago. So there's history that there's intertwinement with the companies, but there's no, there's a respect of of that. Of course, other companies have come up, and I and, and this is not I'm not trying to take an, a shot at anybody. But what I'm saying is I think I don't think anybody since us and freelance has carved an identity as strong of who they are. Um, I, I will throw my flag in there and, and say, golly, golly, golly. I'm not going to take it away from golly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I tend to forget sometimes about, I, I mean, they, they don't out. run off of the same building. Yeah. You know, they yeah. have their own crowd out absolutely. there at, you know, at the gallery arena, but hundred percent. I didn't mean to leave the golly off because they, they, they cater to that Lucha audience. No question absolutely, about it. Yeah. No question. I had a blast. I went to, we went to a golly show to scope the building. You guys shared we, the building for a little bit during pandemic. We worked with Carlos for a while. He was very, um, very courteous to work with. You know, it was great to work with Carlos on on that building, and um, he was, you know, his his team was there. We definitely we had a blast. I mean, it, we don't. He it was not we made do. building to work at. I'm sure not at all. It was very difficult <laughs> to work at that building, <laughs> but but we made our. You know, I was so proud of how we spruced it up. Even Carlos was like, "Damn, you guys really added a lot to this room because we brought uh-huh. lights and we brought the fa- the flags and the artwork." And he was like, "Shit, <laughs> this is pretty good." So, but no, it's cool. You know, I, I, I appreciate it, the teamwork, but yes, golly, absolutely. And I do, I enjoy it. We went to scope the building before we did the show and I had such a blast at a golly show that I was like, it was fun as fuck, you know? So definitely that. Yeah. Again, a diff- different, you know, different, different experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, man, let's, let's, let's talk epic. Though. I didn't mean to stray too much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go epic again. Reminder that Saturday, March nineteenth, at yes. the Logan Square Auditorium. If you can't make it, it's going to be live on Fight. Fight TV. Fight um, TV. Bell time is at eight. Uh, it's going to be. Well, we have the live tapings, so I would tell everybody get there six thirty, no later than six thirty. Get there okay. six thirty, so you can see the live the live taping. This a live is cool, man. That's our with that's our 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 taped. Uh, Basically, it's a pre-show, but we tape it for uh, YouTube release, full show. And Alive's the – it's awesome, man. It's a great way to see who's new, who's coming out. You know, Are you still using that as, uh, you know, testing grounds and new talent? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's a great – I mean, you're, you're seeing you're seeing kids from Black and Brave, I mean, who are coming up, who are just starting out, mm. who are getting a shot on Alive. You're seeing some um, some people right before they hit the main show. For a long time, Ren Jones was just an Alive guy. And now he's on the main show, you know, Russ Jones on the main show. Like, it's a great way to see who's going to start leveling up and up and up. I love the Alive stuff. It's very, to me, it's like the rawest of the raw. Mm-hmm. And I get to mold that. You know, I get to mold <laughs> that. To, I'm like, damn, it's like, let me add him with the promos. You know, <laughs> let, let me just get out. Because, like, for there's people who are petrified to do promos, man. They don't like the Alive kids sometimes are like, wait, a camera? What the fuck? Like, nobody taught me this. <laughs> like, what am I? Who am I? What am I supposed to say? So I love that though. Yeah, it's a great way to just roll with the punch punches and get your oh. get your stripes in, you know? It's great, man. So yeah, I, I encourage everybody. A lot of people don't make it for a live. I mean, obviously the main show is what fills up, but please, if you can uh come to a live and see who's the next the next stars out there. There you go. A live 6:30. Yeah. Um get there so doors open if it's at 6:30, you're saying doors open at six? At six, yeah. We'll open okay. up at six. Um Definitely come meet everybody. We're gonna have a lot more people at the at the merch tables this time. So uh come meet everybody. You know, they'll be around the ring. 
and uh, get your autographs, merch, and everything. And then we'll start live at six thirty. See that? Any, There's a little break. You mentioned merch. Any yeah. uh, new AAW merch? Uh not. We're designing some right now, but nothing. There's the cards. That's the hottest seller right now. Is the trading card? Okay. Um, Charlie picked up a, a deck of cards for me at the at the tournament. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. The They're JLM hot sellers, team. man. <laughs> They're hot sellers, man. Mm -hmm. Um. Nothing yet. Nothing new that'll be at Epic, but I'm gonna try to see. I think we're trying to get something for the next show. We got some. We got some good surprise for April coming up. So uh, stay tuned for that. Anything with the Alive logo? I mean, that logo is pretty nice. I love the logo. Yeah, there's a mm -hmm. T-shirt. It's on PWTs. You know, okay. you can get it from there. I do want to print that one though. I do, I want to brand Alive more. I, I love the logo too. I'm a big fan of it. I'm always down for a, for a flex hat. So. Of the Alive logo? That would yeah. be kind of cool, man. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. All right, I'll throw it out there. I'll throw out the team, though. So, something has to stick, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Uh, all right, so Epic. Uh, we talked about the um, women's champion uh, being Sky Blue. Uh, yes. Based on that promo, kind of gave us a leading into uh, Christy Janes. So they're going to go against each other. Can mm -hmm. you give me a little bit of, of story with that? So friends turn enemies. You know, Christy was, they were tag team at one time a little while ago. They were building up this tag team and Christy got, you know, Christy's been hanging out with Ren Jones, who always has a flight to catch. He's a swag <laughs> champ constantly. This guy has, a, he's, he's got more flights than like, he, I don't know, man. He, this guy, this guy's got more sky miles than anybody out there right now, but always on a flight. But uh, she started hanging out with Ren Jones, got it in her head that she's better than uh She's better than Sky. Doesn't need to be Timo with Sky. So she's on her own, and she just she turned on her man. Sky won the title. She, she literally the day the minute Sky won the title, she she came out to celebrate and fucking clocked her man. It was it was wicked though. I gotta say, I watched it. And I even I was like, God damn! I thought she killed her. <laughs> she fucking nailed it, man. It was interesting, yeah. But um, Christy on her on her path now. This is somebody who I think you've seen her too. We've seen her grow. Yeah, 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 she's been around for a while. A little, I mean, at least, at least a year. Yeah, more than a year. You know, she's been mm -hmm. she's been at it, and um, she's been making her rounds like she's on her own. You know, out west a lot, Mexico. Uh, you know, she's Brazilian, and um, she definitely incorporates that into her, you know, like her, her her style and her flair. But she's bilingual. She speaks fluent Spanish, also. You know, she's. And she tried her, her hand in Mexico, trying to train with Lucha style. Like, she's very diverse. And she's somebody who I am just, like, she intrigues me. You know, she's gorgeous. Like, she's got a great presence to her. She's very charming. Right. And, uh, but now she's got a mean streak, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm excited. Honestly, I'm very excited for that one because we've built that one for so long. You know, that one got built um, over the course of several months. Mm -hmm. And it's something that Christy is homegrown in a lot of ways sky you know she very early i mean she was so early in her career when we got her um when she first did the second alive show first alive show october of 20 like the first comeback we did she was on him against uh lena black so oh, okay. it was a su I mean, super early man i mean she was you know and then she's skyrocketed in WWE there. now yes yeah mm -hmm. so seeing her growth you know it's two people who i really associated with the product a lot so I'm I'm psyched for this one a lot. Okay, I see we have Gringo Loco in the card. 
Ringo's on, man. He he's he's on. He, he, I guess if you're coming to the to the the auditorium, you know it's the local it's square auditorium. The right? local square auditorium. We have to. It's 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 been a while. I haven't seen Gringo at the local square auditorium. Um, so it's Gringo versus Myron Reed versus Garvin versus Braden Lee. Yes. Um, this is a number one contenders match for the AAW Heritage Championship. Yes. Yeah, this is interesting, right? Because Myron's former champion, uh, Gringo's been there for a long time, never held the title. Right. Uh, Narles is still very new. I only have a couple of matches for us. And Braden's been there for a bit. Personally, I have, I've been very impressed with Braden Lee's growth because when he first came out, I was like, I'm, the, I'm like, what is this kid looking to do? Very nervous on the mic. You know, really didn't have much presence, but just seeing him grow and grow over the last two years has been very interesting, man. So... He can hang. Like, that's the thing about Braden. You look at him. I mean, he has to if he's going against Reed and Gringo. Right, right. <laughs> like, you have to, right? But he's the guy who I was like, man, he talk about somebody who just needed, like, you know, get your reps in. You know, he, mm-hmm. he got his reps in. He, you could see the evolution of Braden Lee. Um, obviously, Myron is a made man. You know, he's held, you know, he's held titles in AAW before. Gringo, obviously, is the made guy. Gnarls is probably the newest. He's probably got the most uh, disadvantage because people don't really know him too much. You know, he's really not he, he's really not the familiar face. Maybe it's an advantage, I guess, in that sense. Maybe it's an advantage. Oh, that's a good point. But yeah, he's he's getting there. He's definitely somebody making their round. I think he does a lot of MLW. So um, he's got a fan base. Uh, hopefully we can we can show them again. Yeah, you know, I don't. I've never seen him in a four way. So let's. I'm curious how he would do against these guys. But that's gonna be a fun match. It's, it's gonna be fun. And I mean, I just gotta say, like Gringo has been on fire. Ooh, no, no yeah. pun intended towards uh, Myron Myron Reed over there. But <laughs> yeah, uh, he's been like Gringo's been tearing it up. Um, and yeah. he's having you know the the lucha show with GCW, which is it's something that I'm looking forward to. Um, <clears throat> Where's that taking place in Texas? In Texas, yeah. In Texas, okay. I gotta give you know Charlie's one of those guys, man. Um, but he's he's a. Uh, I mean, he even says he goes, "I shouldn't even be here. I should be dead." You know, like he died, right? Like that's, that's his right. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Charlie literally died and came back to life. <laughs> so like, he's, he's local. A, he's local, man. But he's <laughs> a he's a very talented guy. Like he's he's extremely talented, and when he's on a show, especially against a bunch of young guys, like he's the veteran. Mm-hmm. It's you could see it. You see the veteran. I mean, honestly, I tell people, watch a match of his closely. And this is a great one to watch because he's probably the most veteran out of all these guys. So watch this match, this four-way, and see how he just, that dude knows ring presence, timing. Um, he's, 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 a, he's a very talented guy. So he's a, you know, he's a true vet. But I remember uh, at AEW show, I show up. You know, he's you know, we always talk for a little bit, you know, yeah. before the show or whatnot. He was extremely excited that he was gonna be tagging with Penta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's like like bro, like you know, it's obviously you know, you, you work with people and you know who they are and, and you've interacted or whatnot, but it's like yeah. once it comes down to like your your craft and, and, and you know, being paired up with, with somebody who was, you know, at that moment, I mean he still is, but you know pentagon at aew um like for him he was like he was super excited about that opportunity mm-hmm. um so like just knowing that um <laughs> made me buy a pentas mask just to kind of like <laughs> this is the mask that where, where he tagged with gringo 
That's um, cool. That's cool. That, bro, it, that, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. It, it was a, it was such a, it, and I'm lucky. We, I'm so glad we have that moment at AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ours. And uh, I'm glad we were able to give that to Charlie because I know he's, I'm only calling him Charlie because he admits his name is Charlie, not Gringo yeah, yeah, yeah. on his social media. <laughs> he puts out his name. So I'm not blowing kayfabe on this. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, great guy, man. Very tough. I'm, I'm serious. It's this, this is a sleeper, like, show stealer. People need to watch oh, yeah. it because it's going to be off the fucking wall. Like, I just know it looking at the names. This so. is the type of match that sends us into intermission. Yeah, yeah. Um, you need a breather, a cigarette <laughs> and shit afterwards, you know? Like, you yep, need to yep. take a break. <laughs> uh, we have um, a tag match. Um, ACH and yeah. Jossie versus uh, Hakim Sane and Karam. You know me, man. First off, these are my muscle. Hustle, yeah. You know the hustle and muscle are my guys. On a personal note, these are my guys right here. So like, Ever since the first time at AEW, I'm like, yeah, Trent is 100% behind these guys. It's not just because the brown man connection. This is a dead, <laughs> it goes beyond that. But, <laughs> but uh, I love them because I was uh, I feel very connected to their careers, just personally producing them so much. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I was a being a big part of that. But um, the ma- this match was supposed to take place um previously but but our last show at uh at uh, legacy but karam and hakeem were pulled to go do uh dark aw dark oh okay right so we had uh camaro jackson and mike outlaw take their spot against ach and and jossie mm-hmm. which was great they, they i think for new guys they're pretty they're pretty young man and they held up against i mean ach is the veteran Josh still pretty young but good stuff so this is kind of a coming back around match and i'm i'm, I'm curious we never got to have this one and uh i'm bro i mean you got ach in there i mean this is this is a former aw champion he's one of the most identifiable names of the company you know he's related to the company so for sure uh somebody told me uh gino uh one of our one of the our biggest fans one of these one of the biggest guy <laughs> wrestling fans out there but he goes he goes bro let me ask you a question i go what's up and he's like how are they not calling themselves Jossie H as a tag team? Oh, damn. You're so <laughs> right. I was, like, I was like, shit, you're right. How's that not happening? So I got to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious, but not so obvious. Uh, I had not nice. put that together. Like, how do you feel about Jossie H? <laughs> and I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, maybe. But they're good. They isn't exciting team i see just see like a young ach not to say ach is old but it's like the right. 22 I mean, year old ach mm-hmm. this jazz that's that's i see so much of that 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 crazy charisma oh my god he's like that dude what people that's not a i'll tell people right now just see is not an act that is not an act that dude walks in owning a room it's amazing how that guy just controls a room very charismatic guy just full of just style swagger you know love it it's that uh you know he's somebody even if you don't know who he is bro he just has a walk man and <laughs> and i'm so again another guy i'm super proud that we got early he's a black and brave guy too you know we're we're so connected with black and brave that's yeah um run by seth rollins and, and uh and merrick brave you know it's their school and they were trained by danny and they started their careers in the aw so like you know we are that's family to us. SCW and Black and Brave are our family first. I mean, they call they call Danny Grandpa. That's like all the kids, 
that's grandfather, you know, because that's what they tell me. Hey, where are your wrestling dads? That's your wrestling grandfather. He goes and checks you out at AW. So we get the we get a lot of first crack at this. You know, we we get to see these guys young. Jaws another yeah. one. He came from the school. So happy to see that. Him, him, his growth has been awesome too. And you know, like you know, we, we talk about both teams, but also um seeing Hakeem and Karam, like oh my god, you know, yeah. like they they feel like <laughs> AAW vets at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've been around for a while, but they've been so dominant. And and you know, again, they've had got they they had time on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole lead of Hakeem, uh, his debut was was all promos. Dude, the the whole reveal was all mm-hmm. promos, man. Yeah, the big the big mask thing and and everything we uh, we did with that was super cool. We got a little derailed because COVID really did throw it off for those. Oh, yeah, I mean, he was just you know starting his his run. Yeah, we got thrown out the car, and then Karam got uh he got injured. Karam tore his yeah. uh, I think his ACL, and he came back and he shaved off like thirty percent of the healing time. And he came back strong, so uh, we got we got we had little 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 uh, schedule breaks, you know, from the uh, from the momentum. But you know, they're back on track. But they're that also together. says a lot. Like it feels like they never left either. Yeah, this this match will be one that really kind of sets it back strong because mm-hmm. they're back. It's against ACH and, and Ja. It's going to be real good. Shane Hollister versus Stephen Wolf. Dude, this is Shane Hollister, former Triple Crown champion at AEW. Man, this like him. He has his own back. banner. He's got a banner. He's, he <laughs> legit has a banner. Um, he came back at the Linum last October, and you know we brought back Merrick, and he Merrick got a banner. Crotch came to, to visit, and Shane Hollister, and he announced there he's coming back home. He's like, I'm coming back. So it was awesome to see him back. I mean, he got a great welcome back pop. Uh, people who might not know, he beat. He was AEW champion. He lost his title to Kevin Steen slash Owens. He brought and he beat him back for it several years ago. So uh-huh. Shane is trained by Danny. Also, you know, he was um, he made his career in the company, and it's just it's awesome to have him back, man. He looks amazing on top of his game. He's he's awesome. And then Stephen Wolf is you know looks like a million bucks. Another up and comer, you know. Uh, up and comer? I mean, he's he's been around a while. He has, but he's you know he, he also was, he had out. his stops and yeah. he had a stop. He's still very young though, you know. Like Stephen, I still say like he's still very new because he's still uh, you know, when when I think about Stephen Wolf, um, yeah. at least I remember it being introduced to him in LaSalle. That's where we found. That's where we got him. Yeah, yeah. That's where we got him. Was he was a Dreamwave guy, and then when we absorbed Dreamwave, he was part of that that acquisition uh-huh. and i and i feel like he was uh he was still finding himself a lot i mean he, mm-hmm. the Stephen wolf from that time to today is a whole oh, different yeah. guy and then he was out for a year too you know for injuries so mm-hmm. um i still still very young man still like you know he has the whole his whole lifetime ahead of him like to build <laughs> this like that guy he he looks amazing man i mean he's i always say this too Stephen wolf best dressed guy in the whole in the whole company he comes in with like a three-piece well, suit on yeah, and leaves yeah. with a three-piece suit on. I was like, I was like, man, how do you not look like not even a hair out of place? It looks <laughs> like a million bucks. But he's 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 very talented. Again, he still has so much to do, and he's gonna do it. Okay, okay. And um <clears throat> what I have here is the the only the only other match left that's been announced, and correct me if I'm wrong, which I am wrong 50 percent of the time um the main event uh yeah. the heavyweight uh championship um 
championship match, uh, Matt Fitchett being the champ going against Shaft. Yes, there's one more match too, and we can talk. We just we can do this one and go back to that. Okay. But, uh, uh, but yeah, Shaft is incredible, man. I, I I'd say this: if you haven't seen Shaft live, you need to see. You need to experience the Shaft. The Shaft experience. The Shaft experience. Yeah, that dude is. Uh, he's a he's something else. I've never because remember he he was primarily north northwest. You know, he was in the Pacific Northwest. That's where he, he was primarily wrestling. Mm, okay. And we got him here, and that guy is like, I've never seen anything like it, man. He's he's so he's so like <laughs> intense, and um, I mean, shit, man. Him and Fred, he hung with Fred Yehai, who's a fucking machine, and he broke a brick over Fred's face. <laughs> it's just <laughs> this stuff is nuts, man. But he is he's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's a crazy. bulldozer for sure. Bull, a great word to put it. He's a he's a bulldozer. He's a big guy just does not stop i mean this guy has been cutting himself like getting split open hard way like left and right he is a complete bulldozer but man he's been harassing fidget for a little bit like he's been in the periphery so i um i'm psyched because i think you have a guy like fidget who just you have to kill him to stop him against yeah the he, does, he has that you know i got the championship now and dude. you're gonna have to go above and beyond to to get it away from me so dude fitch you guys had him on your show he's you literally i mean he, that that's his life man like he like he literally comes from a very hard background so to him life has to kill him to stop him doesn't matter if it's wrestling <laughs> or his job or getting a fucking gallon of milk at walgreens like dude this guy will not like he goes, he does, he goes down. It takes a lot to put this guy down, you know. Like he has been through a lot of shit in life. So Shaft and Shaft is tough, man. He's a tough, tough. It's it's, it's going to be just a tough fucking match to watch. Like it's going to be a brutal match to watch. Yeah. And what is the the match that I that I missed, dude? So we have a return out of retirement coming to AEW. This is this is a unique one, man. It is uh, a steel, a legend. Oh. Chicago legend Ace Steel is coming out of retirement. He was coaching at NXT. Mm-hmm. He left NXT. He's coming home to Chicago, and uh, he's facing Davey Vega. For those who don't know, Ace Steel is Ace Steel ran the Steel Domain Training School. He trained CM Punk, mm-hmm. Cole Cabana, um, Jay Bradley, several others. I'm trying to remember who else. Lita, I think, trained there too for a little bit. But he's one of the best trainers in modern era, and. Uh, had a good run himself, you know. He did uh, he did TV for a little bit. He was on TNA, little TNA. He did uh, WWE. He played Donald Trump on WWE during the during some skit that was a steal. And then he um, was training at NXT for several years. So he was down there, and he's out now, but he's coming home. So he's coming out of retirement. He looks great, you know, and gotta teach a lesson to David Vega. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, no, Ace is. I was a huge in two thousand three. Four, I was a huge A Steel Mark. I was this guy was cool as shit in Chicago. One of the one of the big attractions in Chicago at the time. So a lot of people might not know him, but if I, uh, I, I know the name, but I don't know. He's a great, <clears throat> great never seen work. him work. See him work if you can, man. He is a great worker. This this is one that like he you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh, he's he's an older guy. What's he gonna this guy's one of the best trainers of all time. I mean, he trained CM Punk, right? So that's, right. if you're a Punk fan, this is the guy who did it. So go just take it from there. So, yeah. All right. So, I mean, are you guys still going to announce more matches coming up? 
yeah, yeah. There's more coming. Okay. So the show's in a week and a half. We still got some more to announce. We're, you know, I, I wish I wanted to have at least one more announced tonight, but we're finalizing some details. But um, we'll be put out pretty soon. Okay. And then, uh, so yeah, soon, we'll right? The, the, I mean, A Steel is coming back. That means that Danny Daniels is almost, almost back out of retirement. Out of, bro, I'm working <laughs> out every every time I see him. I'm like, hey, man. He lost 35 pounds recently. He's laced oh, okay. out. He's looking kind of like I'm like put the singlet on. <laughs> what is it though? That's, oh yeah, just you know, <laughs> still got it, baby. You know, slap the shoulders, slap the chest. Uh, I'm like, bro, you're a wrestling weight again. You get to get the singlet out. It's dry cleaned already. It's already clean. It's hanging. <laughs> I was like, come on, bust it out. I'm like, kid, I'll give you a shot on, on a live. Let's see what you got. You know, if I'll try you <laughs> out and see how you do against one of these one of these other rookies, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it breaks my heart that his last match was not in AAW. His last match was it it was in uh in Iowa for a small promotion. It was not for AAW. And I feel like it, it never got to close his chapter properly. So I'm like, you know, let's let's have I'm like let's have it's Shaft a matter of time you. now. Yeah. <laughs> let's have Shaft just take you out and you get fired up and you attack him. <laughs> he goes, shut the fuck up. And he like walks away from me. <laughs> so uh I would love to, though. I would love to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe though. He still came back, you know. Right, why, right, not? Right. why not? But uh, but yeah, man. It's it, so yeah. More to be announced. I um, stay tuned. AW Pro, all the socials, everything's going to be put out there. But these are some of the feature ones and uh, some good stuff, man. This is this is a very. And this is the anniversary show. It's 18 years. The company turns 18 years old. We're almost 20 years old. We're old enough to vote. As far <laughs> so, as this so show goes, epic is your. Birthday. It's the birthday. It's the birthday. Yeah, yeah. it's the birthday. And you know what's funny? Um, I think there was a uh, we were trying to do something on Twitter that had I forgot what it was. And it required age verification. Something we were like doing on Twitter. Uh huh. And it had to be eighteen. But the company's birthday is like not what didn't come up yet officially. Because so like the company's that you used we used the company's birthday for like the mm-hmm. birthday of the Twitter. Like you weren't old enough to well, we're old enough. It wasn't it wasn't it's like, oh, you're not you know not allowed to make this change or sign up for this whatever service or part of Twitter. And it's I'm like, why? I'm like, we had we got you know 58,000 followers. We have all we've been here forever. I'm like, verify what the fuck? And I'm like, what is it? I'm like, oh, we're not 18 yet. (laughs) We couldn't couldn't opt in for like this one thing. I'm like, that's why we're not old enough to be on it yet. So but we're gonna turn 18. Uh now you are. Very soon, yeah. Returning 18 and uh officially it's there. But yeah, I dude around Epic Time to me is special because it's the company has so much history. I mean, we're the oldest indie right now in Chicago, you know. So we we're we're kind of when Windy City re- Pro Wrestling went away, we became the oldest one. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be nice to be still be here. You know, it, it I always trip out when Tony Scarpone, who was the original founder of the company, you know, he shows up the show sometimes. Oh and okay. And I recently found he was former AW champion. He was like the second champion. And of I found course. yeah, I found his photo. Yeah, holding the title. Recently we just found the title, the photo. And I, I sent it to him. He's like, Man, I know it's even existed. You know, so we got his belt, his title out mm-hmm. there. And then Robert Ego Anthony was the first champion right. for AW. He just recently did a video about year one on his own personal YouTube channel, telling the history of year one AAW. And it was oh, a trip, cool. man. Yeah, it's on it's on Ego's channel. Uh, we shared it also, but give it a look if you can find it. It's on, um, I think it's Ego Fitness. I think it's his YouTube channel. But he talks about, you know, year one, going starting AEW and with Tony Scarpone becoming champion. 
it was cool, man. I mean, like so much history. 20 years is almost, 18 years is a long time. So mm-hmm. everybody's walked through the doors. I mean, everybody has come through, you know. So it's it's cool to see how how it's honored and people cherish that that history that we've given them. And I, I want to just keep putting that back out. That's why I'm big on putting the shows and the matches up. I'm like, see the history, see what we've done, you know, see who's been here. Yeah. Take that all in. It's cool. I mean, 18 years, right? 18 years. 18. When I met you guys, it was what year? When you guys first came to, oh, to a show? Uh, maybe late or late 2014. Yeah. God, it's been that long. I, that, yeah. But I met you, what, 2016? I met you guys, I think. Because I found the show. When did you start the show? Uh, I mean, we're, we've been doing this for four years. So it must have been 2017 when I found you guys. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I'm not really good with dates either, but um, <laughs> yeah. no, I know it was it, it was not. Um, I mean, LaSalle, I think, was one of the, the first shows that we actually we met, right? It was we LaSalle. met, yeah. Yeah. Like with the first LaSalle show or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely 2017. Then. So, yeah, that's when mm-hmm. I met you guys. I think about that's been five years already. Yeah. You know how much time has flown since then? I mean, how, how many... How many talents have come through since then that we've seen together come through the company and who are on TV right now uh, tonight? Who are on TV right now? You know, as we. I mean, this. MJF had a uh, you know a, a run with uh, Heritage Chassis Baby. Yeah, I dude, MJF had a, being so fun. Mm-hmm. That was a great feud, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he call him? He had a Tits McGee or what I used to call him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, AC, I mean, shit, man, MJF has been through. Penta and Phoenix, you know, Darby Allen, Brody King, DJ Z. Like, I'm trying to think of like who all then everybody, you know, like shit. Keith Lee, Keith Shane Lee. Strickland, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn, like I it just the list goes on, man. The list goes on, you know, and there's people who are on impact on Thursdays who are, I mean, that roster is still coming through sometimes. Like, so many people have gone on and done things. But you know their roots are in the company. They there's there's so much history in AAW for them. One of the talents that uh, also I associated associated with uh, AAW, mm-hmm. who recently I just recently saw uh, him posting on social media. He's going back to Canada. Um, Josh Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jo- I mean, Josh is he's uh not on this next show because he had some as it was all very open. I'm not even revealing anything people people don't know, but. There were some visa issues mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he had just got straightened out on Saturday, apparently. Oh, <laughs> or, cool. Good. Good for him. Yeah. He showed up to uh, the Impact show in, in Louisville. I guess he got straight. Must have gotten straightened out last mm-hmm. week or whatever. So he was able to come fly in and be at that show. But uh, yeah, it was up in the air. Like his visa got revoked. Right. Didn't get renewed. That's why I brought so. it up because I'm like, I know he had issues in the past and that kind of kept him away for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And um, before, yeah, yeah, he was gone mm-hmm. for like a three-year stretch. Yeah. So. It was uh, it was tough while he was gone, but dude, I mean, he's he's a fixture in the company. He's one of the best in the he's in the world right now. I think he's like the best in the world right now. There's nobody at that caliber of Josh Alexander, so he's incredible. And he's he's our guy. You know, mm-hmm. I love him. I lo- I think he's an amazing talent. He's a great locker room leader. He's he's definitely like an inspiration to a lot of guys backstage. And he's the kind of guy you want on your team. You know, you have him on the team, and it's like young kids come up into the company and they look at him. They're like. Damn, like can I ever be that good? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try like hell, you know. So and he's always very courteous, talks to anybody, gives advice. 
Uh, I love having guys like that in the, in the locker room. And recently another one, you know, Mike Bennett debuted for us yeah. last show and killed it. Like fucking killed it, man. <laughs> like this dude, <laughs> this dude was like a lot of people are like, oh, a TV guy, you know, TV mm-hmm. matches that you know, fuck. No, he, he went in there. He helped went toe to toe with Josh Alexander and another great dude, man. Mike, follow Mike Bennett on, on social media. This guy wakes up at three in the morning to post an inspirational message and then goes and works out for like two hours. <laughs> like this is nuts, man. Every day, every single day, every day. Just a good dude, man. Another, another good one. I'm so happy where he's in our locker room. Yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, you know, the show that we're looking forward to is Epic AAW. You can follow AAW and all social medias at AAW Pro. Is that correct? That's correct, man. Everything, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, AAW Pro, and then AWPro.com. Ticket links are all in there. Tickets are available for uh, for Epic. Fight TV link is already active. You can pre-order it. So the show's ready to roll, man. There we go. Make sure you get there for the live. Which yes. uh, doors open at six. A live will start at six thirty. Get yep. to know some newer talent making their way up the ranks. Get and to know, them, man. Seriously, yeah. I, it, it's cool to know these people now because they are going to be the stars. Like these are, it's inevitable. That's what's going to happen. That they go on like they start in dark matches and they work their way up. There you go, and that's that's kind of part of the as a fan. That's that's also part of the journey. You know, seeing these guys uh, grow over time and develop and, you know, hopefully, yeah. you know, go to wherever they need to go to and follow their dreams and such. But for us, like we kind of have we have that library to to look back on. And and again, talking about libraries, referencing uh, the YouTube channel where all that content is 18 years worth, a lot um, of stuff, man. you know, a lot of stuff. And, and you guys keep pumping out content there. So. A yeah, lot newly, to see, a lot to enjoy. Newly added, uh, for those listening, newly added is uh, is Brody King versus Darby Allen. Full match from 2018. Go take a look. It's a great match. It's Darby's debut, so take a look. Darby's debut at AEW. Yeah. That's why I feel like he, he had been there before, but I guess not. No, he was uh, he was there. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought mm-hmm. I thought he was there in 2017, but I guess not. He was... Uh, he, had, he was there in 2018. May this of 2018. The, this in the midst of um, Brody's big run, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is when uh, this is prior to him winning the title, I believe. So yeah, it's right before he won the title. I, I want to say. Okay. So um, actually, now you got me. Now you got me thinking because I know he <laughs> wins it that year. So I'm just trying to see. Uh, Take no prisoners, 2018. And I know we were both at the show. I were I was working it. That's yeah. that's the show that's very famous uh, for being the one where Sammy and Brody got to a brawl during the uh, autographs or the uh, <laughs> meet and greet before the show started. But right, uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys were trying to tape an interview. Like, yeah, I think you were talking to fans at that point. I like, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It was we were talking to a fan and they started brawling in the background. We're like, oh shit! <laughs> Camera ran and got it. It was just, if it's on it's on YouTube, go check it out. Like you could definitely see it happening. It's it's amazing to watch how it unfolds in the background of, of a fan interview. <laughs> it's pretty wild. But um the main on that one was Kimberly versus uh Jessica Havoc. That was the main event. Oh, okay. Yeah, the title. That was a good card too, man. Eddie Kingston versus Fred Yehai, which is awesome. Trey versus DJ Z, Brody Darby. Uh, the rascals around the show, Shane Strickland, uh, Kylie Ray versus Scarlett. I forgot that happened even. Shit. Oh, wow. I forgot that happened. Mm-hmm. 
Colt Cabana and Juice Robinson versus the besties. Lucha Brothers versus AR Fox and Myron Reed, which is a which is oh, a total man, sleeper is, hit. Is that when uh, Phoenix kind of lost the tooth? I think. Oh, I don't know. Was that the tooth one? I don't you remember know, actually. It was a match between those two, right? Like those two teams. I'm trying to think if it was this one or the next one they had. I'm okay. Um, because they had the one match where in Texas where he got knocked out. Also, oh right. Knocked, no, he was, Phoenix got knocked out, right? Yeah, that was that was freaky, man. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. We were in Austin, and he fucking man, it was wicked, wicked. But he's okay, thankfully. Phoenix, though, man, crazy bastard. Like you know, he's because <laughs> always doing some wacky shit. But I love him so much. Every time we post a picture of him or like a history mm-hmm. photo, he's always like, "I miss you guys so much." So he's <laughs> I'm like, come on back. Yeah, he man. sure. I I know for a fact he loves AEW. So yeah. Tell uh, tell TK you wanna you wanna make a little weekend excursion over to Chicago. You know, come on, come home. There you go, come home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Trent. Well, I want to thank you for your time for joining us once again, for always being a good friend and a great voice to AAW, and um, you know, always always very welcoming to everyone uh, that comes out to the show. So if you see Trent out there, yeah, he'll he'll put his clipboard to the side. <laughs> uh, and give you a big hug. I will, um, man. I bro, I was a huge sucker for anybody who went to early Ring of Honor and even early AEW for Ring of Honor. Carrie Silken at the end of the show used mm-hmm. to stand by the door and shake everybody's hand on the way out. Used to literally greet, like, thank you for coming. I'm like, oh, it made me feel like a million bucks. And then uh Jim would do that. Jim Lime, mm-hmm. Jim Lynam would do that at AAW. He used to do the pre-show speech. That welcomes you in. I'm like, I'm a sucker for that stuff. I think more people are too. I think people love feeling appreciated for being there. And yeah, it's, I, it's a different level uh, of connection to to the promotion. Absolutely. I mean, and I want to do that more and more. Please stop me if I'm if I'm if you see me, stop me at AW. I I will absolutely stop and talk to anybody. Uh, you know, we're back to giving handshakes and hugs and bro hugs <laughs> and stuff. So come on, you know, we can do that if you feel comfortable doing that. Do that, but uh. I, I welcome it, man. I will say this though, I got a lot of random ads on Facebook from people who like know who I am from AAW, and I don't know who they are. So like, just send me a message too. Like, if you're a random ad on like Facebook or Instagram, just t- let me know who you are first. Send me like a shoot me a message, and then just tell me like, hey, I'm adding you. Slide into the, his DMs first, before. please do. <laughs> please do. Those are like my private ones, but Twitter's public. But like, at least just slide into DMs and let me know. Like, hey, I talked to you at the bar. Remember mm-hmm. me, Joe from you know fucking Mary that park. Whatever. I'm like, just let me know. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's random. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, who is all this? So I, I, I love meeting everybody. I do that seriously. I wish the shows would never end. I wish this was a full time thing that I could go to a different city every night and meet people because I love talking to people and meeting our fans. So please do stop me or anybody, Keith. Every we're all very welcoming, man. We all appreciate uh, you guys coming out. So it's uh, it's it's fun for us. Awesome. Well, again, thanks, Trent. And I'll kind of give you the floor. Uh, plug away AEW, plug your uh, social medias. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. AEW Pro on all the platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just type in AEWPro.com has all the links for that. My personal is Trent at Trent Zuberi on uh, Twitter. It's public, so go ahead and give me a follow. But uh, other than that, man, yeah, please, please definitely uh, stay, stay in touch. You know, give us, uh, we'll see, hopefully see as many of you as we can uh, at Epic at Logan Square Auditorium on, on March 19th. It's March 19th. Let's it's go. Logan. It's the city. It's Logan. The weather's going to be great next week. No excuses. Let's go. Come on. All right. Well, see everyone there. And just make sure to uh, 
Hashtag push Paco. Yeah, keep wherever, pushing. Wh- wh- wherever he is. Wherever Paco is. At. You know, I know he, I know Paco. It I doesn't mean, we might have to change that to find Paco, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what? Change it to find Paco for now. How about that? Where, oh, where's Paco? We can make it. Where's Waldo? Like, where's where's Waldo? Where's Paco? Where's I Paco? Mean, <laughs> we have to find some sort of merch for the guy. He He's never wanted to put on merch. Bro, Paco is the most low-key guy. I remember. Bro, can I just say this real quick? We were doing a we did a little mini mini documentary <laughs> called Push Paco, inspired by you guys. The title was inspired by you guys, Two Wheels in the Face. And the title's called Push Paco. And I was interviewing him for it. And I was like, Who is Paco? You know, based on telling, like, you know, tell me who you are. Like, give me a little synopsis, like, give me a little summary of who is the guy, who's the man behind the name, right? And he's just, he's still he's like, Me? I'm Paco. That's it. <laughs> I was like, no, I mean, like, like you know, what makes you, what makes you, who, who is the man behind? And he goes, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just Paco. And Paco's me. <laughs> I'm like, good take, boys. Good thing. <laughs> so if you watch the, if you watch the documentary, you can, I think there's a, there's a clip of that still. He goes, me, I'm just Paco. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's all he gave me. That dude is so chill. He's way too chill for his own good. You know, but. It's Paco, man. You love Paco. I'm Paco, and then the rest of it is just highlights of his it's stuff. It. And uh, yeah, that's I love being Paco. I love wrestling, Paco. <laughs> so, yeah, fucking Paco, man. man push but Paco. he he gave us you know approximately 15, 20 minutes at La Cell. He did, yeah. Um, he so did. we were able to. I was able to sit down with him and and, and chat a little bit. Um, but you know, again, at some point in this year, we'll find Paco. Paco might make a comeback. Not Good sure. Man. In the meantime, in between time, hashtag where is Paco? Where is Paco? <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> hopefully, you find your find your way to Logan Square at uh, AAW Epic. Yes, please. And and what's my count, Chris? Can you put me versus you know me? I have, <laughs> I have a principal Steve. I have a I have a count of appearances <laughs> going against them. So so I I got to be winning. This is this is the number seventy three. So I got to be up there <laughs> somewhere somewhere in there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tally that up. That's uh, that's Charlie's doing. So we gotta have a super show where it's a mute. It's like neutral ground where it's it's me and him, man, and in the, in the in, it's me and him in a cage match. But it's not fighting. It's just it's just microphones. You know, <laughs> work on the mic. Work on the mic. Work on the mic the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cool, man. Thank you for All having right. me as always. Love you guys. Thank you, Trent. <laughs>